Welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And I'm Critter. We're alone today. Yeah. Our, yeah. our, our th- thirds and fourths are not here. Our tripods and table legs. That I, don't, I don't know what you call quads. Sure. Quad, sure. Quad, uh, quadratic equation. Two-man booth tonight. Thank you for joining us. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have um, other shows in the podcast. Uh, Future Flicks with Billiam and Nurses Square Circle. You can find both of those on our website, uh, somewhatnerdy.com. Uh, two really awesome podcasts. I co-host one of them, so I'm, I'm kind of biased a little bit because I co-host one of them. The well, Nerd Square Circle. I, I actually, uh, Billiam Show I, is the only movie podcast I listen to, or actually, only movie thing I really listen to Agreed. at all anymore. Like, if I go on to anything where I see like a Rotten Tomato rating, I'm like, I don't really care. You shouldn't, because uh, they're critics, and critics suck. So. <laughs> but, I mean, as, as much as Billiam fights this, he is a critic, he and a his critic. opinion does matter on those things. Because that was a, a debate that we just had on the uh, Nurses Square Circle podcast, because I called Sam, mm-hmm. uh, my co-host, a uh, critic, and he w- literally wanted to quit the show if he thought he was a critic. That, but that, He doesn't like the word at all. Um, Billiam hates that word also, by the way. He is a critic. Sam is a critic. I'm a critic. You're a critic. Yeah, that's what... If we put our opinion out on the internet, you are a critic. Just go ahead and accept that network. <laughs> so... I mean, the, the best you can do is try to be as unbiased as possible, but you're going to have go. bias. You're going to be biased towards something, kind of like you are biased towards your wrestling podcast, because you're on it. Uh, it's a good wrestling podcast, so go check that out. Uh, also, as you like to support the network, uh, our show, uh, any of the other shows in the network, we do have a Patreon page. You can donate uh, $1.00. Uh, you get a big thank you from us to you. Or you can donate $5 and you get a shout out in a podcast of your choice from a host of your choice of anything you want within reason. Within reason. With super in reason. Um, but yeah, go do that. It does help this podcast grow. Um, oh, yeah. And thank you. So how you been, Critter? I've been okay. Been okay. Some things happening in life. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I, I actually, uh, some big things happened. I There's, started watching. You've had a lot of. I started watching Game of Thrones. That congratulations. That that is a big life event. I, well, I got tired of of people like I was never a person that was proud to say I never watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, because there seems to be like this weird group of uh, uh people are like I I don't like Game of Thrones or I've never seen an I've never episode. Seen it. And and I the reason why I never saw an episode of Game I saw one episode of Game of Thrones when it first came on and then I didn't have access to HBO yeah. anymore. That's so a, then, I think that's the reason I never really watched it is cuz I never had HBO. And then I didn't get it for 4 years and by yeah. then what they're in season 3 or season 4. I yeah. don't know how long it took them to put out seasons. It's a lot of catch up. It's a lot do. of catch up and then like this was before HBO now and I just got access to that. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where, you know, like I just got HBO now, I yeah. should say. It's not um you know, so now I'm I'm playing a little bit of catch up. And so I'm I I don't watch it um regularly. Uh, I get a subscription to HBO now every once in a while just to kind of watch a season here or there. And then I know you can eat me alive in the comment section. I get bored very, <laughs> very quickly. Was in a few episodes in every single time. And I know I shouldn't. Like I know the show's good. I know the show is shot extremely well. It's high fantasy, which I'm a big high fantasy guy. Yeah. 
there's something about the show that just kind of bores the fuck out of me. So <laughs> no, it it is a good show. It and, is good. It is good. And I am I am getting through it relatively quickly. Um, especially with the new season. I got well, the guy I work with comes in and tells me everything that's happening on the new season. I need to watch it. I know the payoff that everybody else is experiencing right now is worth the journey. Right. It's just that there's, the one thing that I've noticed about Game of Thrones is everyone is just absolutely horrible. So it's like watching... Okay, so when I first watched, started watching Walking Dead... That's why I don't watch Walking Dead. Because I liked Walking Dead. I liked the characters and this and you know the storylines, and I read the comics, so it was like seeing the correlations between those two things. But then they came out with um, Fear the Walking Dead, and that I did not care about because I didn't like any of the characters. Because they're all despicable. They're all like... You know, they all just, you didn't like any of them. So if they died, you're like, who cares? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm seeing in Game of Thrones. It's like, I don't really care if anybody, everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe so-and-so Ned died. Stark died. And that was like, that was the, it. like, like I, was, I cared about that But it was also one. Sean Bean. You had to know he was going to die. If you didn't know Sean Bean was going to die, then you don't know Sean Bean. And the only other movie he's never died in was National Treasure. But nice. he was arrested, which is the equivalent of a PG version of, of dying. Unless it's an animated movie, and in which case, all fair game. So I watched Game of Thrones from day one because we had a friend that hung out with us at the time that uh, was really big into the Game of Thrones books. Mm-hmm. And when the movies, the TV show was coming out, she's like, you really need to watch this because it's going to be huge. So we watched, I think, almost the first season. And then I had no drive ever to watch it ever again. And then it obviously turned into what it did now. So I'm up to like the fourth season and you're on the third. Third? Yeah. I need to watch it. I understand that. It's the reason I stopped watching Walking Dead is it the Walking Dead is super depressing show. Mm-hmm. There's no happy times in Game of Thrones. No, the, no, I'll tell you this. Game of Thrones I I I I like, but if you want depressing, watch Ozarks on Netflix. Yeah. Cuz that's the most depressing show. Nice. Ever. And they shoot everything in that blue tint. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, there's yeah. never nice. any color. There's nothing. <laughs> at least, at least there's colors in Game of Thrones. It's beautifully shot. I love the set. I love the, like I love everything like about it. The dialogue sometimes aggravates the piss out of me. Uh, at least, definitely in the mid season. I don't know if it gets better. I know everybody says, "Oh, the dialogue's so good in the show." The dialogue aggravates me. It's Game well, of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's they speak all like flowerly. You know, mm. it's. It's just how. So they... I know, I know the reasoning behind it is because you need to watch what you say at all times, and you, the Game of Thrones is always going on as the the people that are big fans of the show will throw in your face. So, well, the Game of Thrones is always happening. And you got to watch what you say. Sure. Don't make fun of people that don't watch Game of Thrones. By the way, that's like the new <laughs> well, meme. But also, people that don't watch Game of Thrones don't need to throw it up at people. They, yeah, and that's not the first the... thing that you need to say when this you're starting a conversation. This is also why I started watching it, so I don't have to be labeled as that person <laughs> that doesn't watch Game of Thrones because they're like, oh, did she watch the new... Because, you know, as a nerd, people just assume you watch things. Nice. So they're like, yeah. oh, did you see the new episode of Game of Thrones? And you, and then you have to go, no, no, I didn't. You can either say, no, I didn't. They're like, oh, well, you'll love it. And you're like, well, I don't know. I have... Eight, seasons. eight more seasons to go. <laughs> have eight seasons to catch up on it, and they're gonna be like, "Wait, wait, what?" And then at some point, it's gonna come out that you don't watch, and they're like, "Oh, you're one of those." And I just don't, I don't want to deal with it anymore. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna end that stigma. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, what else you been doing? Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting back into uh, my 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 burger thing. I don't know if I ever made this thing. Uh, I think I'm, you mentioned it on a podcast, but not in depth. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to start a little food truck thing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna start off a little smaller than a food truck because food trucks are very expensive. I'm, yes, they are. 
and even even the trailers that you know people pull behind trucks or whatever are still expensive. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start off smaller and just working some uh, some uh, farmers markets and festival stuff with a tent. And then I, I mean, I make a pretty mean burger. I have uh, my own meat grind ratio, and have several like specialty burger recipes. I'm so try out. me and Critter has been friends four years, close to four years. I went to his house literally for the first time ever, <laughs> and I had to beg him to get there. Because uh, it was it was tough. <laughs> like, um, he didn't make me a hamburger. I didn't he make didn't anybody. cook for me. I, I made you drink. You did make me a drink. I made you really great drink. It was a really good drink. But I didn't get a hamburger. I, I didn't get a hamburger that you've been talking to me up for me for like the past year and a half. Well, those those burgers they were frozen. I because I I ground the meat, formed the patties, and they've been frozen for a while. So, um, huh, yeah. you get a fresher one. You got to come over when one. I do a fresh one. But that means you have to come back over. This is true. <laughs> More than once every four years. Three years from now, I'll come over again. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. What about you, Chris? What you been up to? Uh, so first off, obviously, I'm the one that edits this podcast. So sure. I will say that I'm really going to be sorry about the past uh, release schedule. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff. I've just been really super busy with work. Uh, I had my car break down. I've been working on the house. And then continuing going forward, I'm not sure what our release schedule is going to be like. I will try to get as c- consistent as possible between two to three weeks we'll be releasing a podcast so (laughs) see this is why i don't like doing the news the news segment because the news segment always bothers me because when i listen to it when you release it it's like do these guys not look at the news ever (laughs) so the news episode always try to release soon so we're recording this the day uh the day after in-game releases this should be released about a week from in-game all the other episodes are released over the next month i'm not sure when those are gonna get released (laughs) that's that's why i think it's a good move that we didn't do uh more um news things because we would just be like well, these guys don't know what the word news means. <laughs> it means new. So there's been a, quite a few different things. Uh, WrestleMania happened, which took a whole entire weekend from me. Also, just on top of all that, Division 2 got released. And I've been playing Division 2 pretty much at any waking hour. So I, Critter's already looking at me at... So you're not doing the podcast because of Division 2. I'm 100% not doing the podcast because Look, of ben, Division 2. Look, if you don't take the podcast as serious as me, that's I take fine. the podcast very serious, by the way. I do. I love doing the podcast. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to try. I'm, I'm gonna, kidding with you. The I'm only gonna, thing I do is make art. And most I'm, of the time I have to do it when you – because I forget what the show's about. You have to tell me. So that's the other thing. Uh, we we – well, uh, the last time we all got together is uh, we record, you know, some episodes in the same night, and then we drink a lot, and then me and Critter totally forget what we recorded that night, and then we we don't know until I start editing the podcast most of the time. Well, that happens on my other show too. On Does Watch it? Your Mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I won't know anything. It's like a it's like a brain vomit. Yeah, of information. We and record. I feel so much better after a podcast. I don't. Yeah. I get why people do it. Yeah. Because you're just like, man, I just feel like better getting everything off my chest about everything. It's all not the even, nerd stuff you can't talk about. It's with not some even friends. like the alcohol part of it. It is literally like when you're recording the podcast, you kind of your body goes on like an autopilot, and it just kind of to give all the information you can. The wrestling podcast, literally, I do every single week, and I have no idea what I say on that podcast until I listen to it on Friday. Oh, that's what I love about it. That's why, like, I every time I put on the podcast to see, I mean, it, when you, a lot of times I just forget about the things that we just. I mean, we're about. drunk. Yeah, I mean, but it's not that I remember most of it. I don't black out drunk anymore. No, so. no, it's and I remember conversations we have that aren't podcast related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right; it's like this 
kind of like just kind of autopilot. autopilot where I'm just talking about nerd stuff. And you kind of don't. And so every time I sit down to listen to a new episode, I'm like, ooh, what did it's I like say? The first, <laughs> it is. I, I edit the episodes. And whenever I edit, it's so small. I'm listening to like 20 to 30 seconds at a time. I edit that and then you move on to the next part. So you never really get like a whole conversation a lot of times. So whenever I post an episode and I listen to it for the first time, it is literally the first time I'm listening to well, it. Dude, I'm a graphic designer. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how my job is. You're so focused on so many other minute details that you don't really see the whole thing until you like, you know, you have to like send it to yourself in a different format because you can't even Just look so at it in the same it. program. Yeah. Like a lot of times, if I'm making something in Illustrator. I can't look at it in Illustrator. I'll have to like send it to my email as a JPEG. Nice. And look at it on my phone. And I'm like, ooh, I misspelled the I see words. What I, yeah. <laughs> uh, and one of the reasons I really want to talk about this is like we've been doing the podcast. This is our third year anniversary podcast. Well, how about that? Third year. We've been doing this podcast for three years, um, which is crazy. Kind of boggles my mind a little bit. We have grown a lot as a show. I think we have a, a really good understanding of what we think a, sh- a good show is and what a not good show is. Uh, and I think we consistently put out a good show. So thank you, Critter, for being here for three years and wasting your time with me once a month on a Saturday night and drinking a lot of beer. Yeah, well, that I mean, I think you just answered your own question why I come. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I want to thank you, obviously. I want to thank all the listeners for the past three years that have been sticking with us. We've literally had tens of thousands of downloads for this podcast. That's really great to hear. You know? And I'm I'm blown away. Blown away every single time I kind of look at the podcast numbers and I realize how many people listen to us. Uh, so we really do appreciate all the support, uh, the people that you know message us and contact us, all the people in our network, obviously Billiam and me and Sam on the other podcast, <laughs> and uh, the Watch Your Mouth podcast, obviously. Yeah, we do we do a lot of cross promoting on that one. So um, kind of helps having someone on this show on that show. Yeah, it does. It does. It does kind of <laughs> help. Dan wants to come back on this show though. We, we need to get Dan on this show. Dan, Dan yeah. would love this show to come so, on and talk nerd stuff. We do appreciate uh, Ken you get, and Dan. If you, if you ever have a video game topic you want to talk about, that's you. We that, probably need to have him. That's back your on dude. To do a video game because you know how I am about video games. Actually, um, Dan listens to this podcast. I know. So Dan, why don't you pick a video game topic for our next podcast and come on uh, next go around? Maybe sometime next month. Mm-hmm. Do that. Dan's Arcade on uh, Someone Nerd Radio. So we do appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast. Uh, over the past year, do you have any favorite podcasts that we've done? Oh, man. We've released a cu- quite a few uh, good ones this past year. There was there was a lot of good ones. I mean, one of, one of them that I really, really liked, which is also kind of sad, but it also made you think about like some of the stuff that you missed back in the day, and that was the canceled cartoons. Yep, that was a good episode. I mean, because really, when you when I look at it, I'm like, man, I still love those cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a bunch of cartoons that, uh, like, I kind of even forgot about that we talked about in that episode, and that was episode uh, episode forty, so um, about seventeen issues uh, ago. So, what about you? What was uh, what was one of yours? Uh, I'm constantly blown away by our Halloween episode. I do like the Halloween episode. Halloween episode is my favorite. I look forward to the episode every year. I think we've done it two times in a row now. Um, we put a lot of research into that one. That we might do. be why. Uh, the editing on it, I, I really like to do. This is really fun to kind of put together that block of how you would watch our own, like, our own kind of 
programming for TV is we were doing our own kind of old school. Remember when TNT used to do their, you know, 13 Nights of Halloween? Well, we do our 13 Nights of Halloween, you know, somewhat nerdy style. Uh, and that was issue number 49 of uh, last year. Uh, we had a great 13 movies listed this year. Yeah, and prior to that, we had another great 13 movies. So if you ever, you can mix and match them. And we're going to have to come up with another 13 great movies for next time. Uh, yeah, that's going to be... Gonna be, it's going to be a little tougher. It's going to be interesting. The, the uh, third go. But I, I didn't think I could do it for the second round. So as long as we are a podcast, we were doing that no matter what. And that'll so. be the that'll be like a, the staple, huh? It'll be like a treehouse of horror? Uh, yes. Most most definitely, yes. Uh, the only, my other favorite episode from last year was After These Messages when we talked about old school commercials. That was a fun one. That was a really, really fun one. And we did our, uh, I think we picked like 10 plus commercials and talked about it it's mostly a lot of 80s and 90s uh commercials from our childhood um those are really good i like clip shows yeah they're kind of a pain in the ass to edit but they just come out really fun it just this really puts you in the the mindset of what we were talking about really good whenever you can listen to the the old school commercials which by the way is a real pain in the ass because these commercials do not have good high quality uh, HD sound uh, commercials, and I have to do a lot of work to make them like listenable. Do, do you know what else is kind of funny? Because I was thinking about it, I'm like, I probably have all of these commercials on a videotape somehow. A lot of these I, I've gotten, you know, from YouTube and like just things like that, and I, I take them from people's old VHS tapes because that's the only way you really have them now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I take all that audio and I clean up um, all the background noise and stuff like that. So I do put a lot of work into those episodes. And I think it pays off because those are really, really just fun episodes. Yeah. I, I really liked uh, uh, the serial killer one. I mean, I've been pushing for the serial episode for so long. And then when we finally did it, I was not upset with it. No, no that was it ended uh, up being issue a lot... 46, I think. It ended up being – it was better than you thought it would be. Did, what, yes, is that why you fought it so long? You were, you it was know? a really good episode. Look, my original um, – because he has been has been talking about a, a serial episode since literally the day since we, we started. started. I wanted to have old cereal here, and then we are going to eat it on the podcast. But that has never happened out, mostly because I don't want to eat old cereal. Uh, but I just thought it would have been a good idea to do. But it would—it was a video. It wasn't a yes because that would have been yeah. disgusting. That would have been like a just like a... an audio of us just <laughs> shooting into a microphone. Ken would be pissed. Yeah, he would. So yeah, I—I I don't know. But the episode really did turn out good. We did release a bunch of good episodes this year, so definitely go check out on uh the backlog. Um, there still should be on all the uh, podcast apps. Which, by the way. I, I want to keep on mentioning we are on Spotify. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, so if you do have a Spotify app that you normally use, definitely you can download the podcast on there now. So all the podcasts in our network are actually on there, which is also a big deal because it it took a lot of work. So go do that. Go listen to the podcast on Spotify. Like I said, thank you for the past three years. Uh, here's the three years more. Of the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, we enjoyed doing the podcast. Uh, I think even if nobody was listening, I, I, I would enjoy doing the podcast. I get to hang out with Critter. It's always fun. I do like editing the podcast, and I like that everybody's listening to the podcast. So it is a it is a highlight. How many more times can you say podcast? Podcast. 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 podcast, podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Danger. 
Uh, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the segment that we've been doing for over uh, two years now uh, that we still don't have a name for. We're going to review a movie. A billion gave us a name. I forgot it, uh, Yeah, we he somebody a bunch of people gave me a name, and I always forget exactly what it, they, they said. So, <laughs> um, so this podcast, we are reviewing one of uh, Critter's movies. Mm-hmm. And what's the name of the movie? Evolver. Place your bets. Place your bets. Now accept the wages for Kyle Baxter. <laughs> Virtual reality god. Shoot! Evolver defeated. Kyle Baxter, you are the winner of the Evolver home contest. You did? Wow. It looks like you won. Hello, I am Evolver. Need another player or something? Okay. This is too intense. Evolver ready to play. Each time Evolver is defeated, he evolves up to the next level. Bullseye. <laughs> Evolver hates to lose. Infiltrate, attack, need more power. Where he gets smarter, quicker, and harder to beat. Wow. Hey, Volver, what sort? Strategic war-oriented robotic device. This thing is destroying my house. Interesting design glitch. Advancing to next level. I think there's something wrong with the Volver. Let's play! This toy acts like it's playing for keeps. I don't think you get how dangerous this thing could be. Come on. We cannot beat this thing! Need more power. Allie! Gotta get help! Come on, man! Play with me! Play with me? I don't think so. I think it wants to kill you. So, Evolver. Evolver, right? That's how you yeah. say it. Evolver, yeah. Evolver. Uh, this is kind of a difficult movie to find. So if you are looking for it, uh, good luck. <laughs> I found it on some website. I'm not even sure. Uh, I think you might be able to find it on YouTube too. So, so let me ask you. Okay, so, so I picked this movie and I was not really thinking about it too hard. Yeah. Um, but like looking back, we definitely have a. Definite. We have a trend. A trend. We have a type. So, Dude. if you wanted to break down the type of movies I think me and you are into, it's very evident about the movies that we've picked for the other people There's to watch. So many robot movies. <laughs> what? It's like it's bad robot movies mixed with bad horror movies, and that's that's uh, that. I think that's us. There you go. So this is the perfect combination between Chopping Mall, uh, Deadly Friend, Deadly Friend, which was a dangerous movie, surprisingly, <laughs> and Arcade. This is this is that movie. If you were gonna put those three movies together, all movies that we reviewed on this podcast at one time or another, together you get Evolver, and Evolver is about a uh a, you know it's it's a very 90s uh vr superstar this guy that's just really good at vr games and he hacks this contest to, to win the contest and he wins the evolver robot the evolver robot is a live action game you get to play with an actual robot which is kind of a version of the vr game that he won uh and then the vr robot t- starts taking shit really real <laughs> so it gets really mad when it loses, <laughs> loses. <laughs> So that's that's basically the story of the movie, and then the robot starts, you know, murking everybody through the levels of getting defeated. It gets a little bit stronger, um, and then it like kills people. And then the the main guy, which is I don't know his name, Ethan Embry. There you go. Um, He's from Can't Hardly Wait, man. 
There, yeah, yeah, he is. Have you have you not seen Can't Hardly Wait? I've seen that. That's a great movie. movie. It is not bad. If Can't Hardly Wait's one of my favorite uh, '90s teen movie. Well, I think it's yeah, it's late late '90s, late '90s, early 2000s, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 a pinnacle movie during for that time for sure. I think it's it's a movie that uh, if you want to see what it was like that what it was like in the late 2000s for a teenager i think this is a great one right this is not a bad movie it's not bad it's not bad it, it's not it's, also it's, not great either it's, it's yeah. definitely falls it's got a good cast it definitely falls in line with our actually the the guy that was a computer programmer in this i think was the salesman q? in arcade yeah i think he was the same guy. he's the guy that plays q in the star trek series <laughs> so um dude. william h macy's in the show uh, movie um uh the 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 who else is in this movie william h macy's in it uh william h macy is the voice of evolver oh yeah 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 wow <laughs> i know his uh i saw his name in the credits and then i looked throughout for the whole entire movie and it took me until getting it to the end of the movie it was like oh shit, i've been listening to his voice the whole entire time <laughs> so <laughs> um but th- this movie it, it's one of those movies it's kind of the problem was uh like chopping mall and stuff like that it's a movie that i really enjoy so i don't have a lot of love uh, like just shit on details because <laughs> i actually enjoyed this movie i, I would recommend this movie well, Let me recommend go ahead and say movie. that. I mean, it's still not it's still great not graphics. Great. It's not great graphics. It has that bad VR stuff like Lawnmower Man. Um, it has that whole, you know, arcade thing where um, the, arcades the, are the it thing. Yeah, arcades are the it thing, and VR is the the hundred percent the future. And I would. It's bet like my the whole life dots, savings. You know? <laughs> you know, it's VR is the Dippin' Dots of the video game world. It's like it's gonna take up, and it never does. And just like Dippin' Dots, VR is still hanging around, <laughs> even though it's not like the the thing that you're like, you know, what? I'd rather just play a regular video game. What about VR? Eh, eh. It's like so, Dippin' Dots. I want some ice cream. You know, like, want some Dippin' Dots? Eh. This does exactly what every other movie that ever has to do anything with an arcade does. The guy that's really good at video games is like the superstar of the arcade. Like where everybody huddles around and watches him play arcade games. And when he wins or loses, they're at his ever beck and call. And he's a he's a rock star. I've been to arcades. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm old enough. Critter's old enough to remember arcades. And that is not a thing. That is not a thing. I'll tell you what happened in arcades when I was a kid. Is that, okay, so I played video games a lot when I was a kid. And, or uh, a lot of the fighting games at the arcades. And I was pretty good at them. And it got to a point where I was just, like, really kind of dominating a lot of the people, older kids on there. And th- they were mean when they lost. Yeah, most they people They said suck. a lot of hurtful yeah. things to a child. <laughs> to a child. When they lost at Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. And they were like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. you wouldn't win in a real fight. It's like... Okay. That's why we're playing a video game. You need to calm down. <laughs> um, the robot is kind of cool. It does remind me of BB a lot from, uh, as we mentioned, uh, Diddly Friend. Uh, a lot. Other than, like, it, it doesn't have his, like, own personality or it doesn't get turned into a girl either. More It does evolve, though. It does evolve. <laughs> but it definitely name. looks so much like the ones from Chopping Mall. Yeah, it really does. It has that same kind of... Um, uh, I don't even know which shape of the head, like a, a jet fighter kind of like shape head um, evolves from shooting um, like plastic darts to knives, knives <laughs> ball bearings, ball bearings, whatever you can pick up and throw at people. 
Uh, and it evolves through the levels of it you fighting it. So they defeat it. You know, well, the, the, the target area of, defe- of of how you can kill it gets smaller yeah, each yeah. each level. It's, and then and then it got became a sore loser. Yeah, it did. It, like it got it lost and it started getting pissed off. And I mean, it, like when it won, it was a bad winner. Even <laughs> like remember when he killed him? He's like, well, you thought he killed him. He's like, I am the winner. I am the winner. I am the winner. I won. I won. I won. And then he noticed he's breathing. He's like, and wait a minute. Wait a wait minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you little liar. Um. So anyway, it is it is a good movie. I do recommend it. It is. Better than Chopping Mall. I actually like the movie. Nah, you know what? It's probably right underneath Chopping Mall. It's in between Chopping, Chopping Mall and Mall Dilly Friend. Chopping Mall had the perfect mixture of horror trapped in an area thing. You know what Dilly Friend and Chopping Mall has over this movie? There's no head exploding scene. There is a robot exploding. There, there is a robot exploding scene. And he does electrocute somebody from the old school, I got a taser in my hand <laughs> joke. Because he does that in this movie, the what are the evolver? Um, so yeah, I, 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 this is over Hell Comes to Frogtown, which we've done, and this is way over Meet the Feebles. This is a hundred percent over Howling Four, <laughs> which is still the worst movie we've ever recorded. I mean, reviewed on this podcast until now. I'm gonna, uh, I have the next movie, okay, and this is because I think on the last few podcasts that we've done. We've gotten off way too good. Like we've not had to watch really, really bad movies since Howling Four. I think they're these movies are not great, man. I mean, Prayer for the Roller Boys and Arcade. But I'm just saying, like that movie too. You, you can kind of like movies, they're not though. good movies. Yeah, they're not you know, good. These movies. are not movies. If you sit down with some random person, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, definitely great movie." Yeah. This is not Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. That if you, if someone hasn't seen it. They're going to be like, wow, you that were right. That was a great yeah. movie. Or Cabin in the Woods is even a better example. So you know how we've been kind of like watching movies that we like watching. They might not be good movies. Right. So I'm going to screw all that up. Okay, <laughs> so. fantastic. <laughs> so the next movie we're going to record, and this was sent in by a listener. I can't remember his name, but thank you whoever sent that in. I think it was uh, – I'm not even going to guess. It was somebody. Uh, Robot Ninja is a 1989 movie. So when I got sent this trailer – I don't, I don't want to mention anything too much, but I don't know where if we're going to find this movie either, by the way. This is nowhere. Um, so if you know what Robot Ninja is in 1989 and you know a way to watch it, let us know. This seemed like a fake movie. Like, this didn't seem like real life. When you showed me the trailer, dude, I, I was embarrassed. <laughs> For you. For you. I've like, never seen it. So I kind I don't of feel know. like, are things okay at home? <laughs> Do you need to talk to somebody? I mean, because this, this is... The trailer is awful. It is awful. And trailers It seems like back a fake then, movie, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It seems like a skit that yeah. some like college student would put, put on together. for yep. a bad it's college off. movie that never got made. A hundred percent a real movie. A hundred percent. Because I, I actually had to go on IMDb just to find out if this was a movie. Because I watched the trailer and I'm like, that doesn't exist. You're a liar, sir. So, so the next movie we were reviewing on the po- next full episode of Someone Nerd Radio is Robot Ninja from 1989. And actually, if I find a way to review this movie uh, or watch this movie, uh, I'll post it on our uh, Facebook page. So, so we're going to take a small break and we're going to come back with the news, which is, as usual, a lot. And uh, we'll be right back. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week. Where your movie future is bleak and uncertain comes future flicks with billiam hi i'm billiam 
On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. back with the news so we're gonna just gonna open it up on uh some of this is a little bit older news so since we haven't been together but uh james gunn is back as the director of guardians of the galaxy 3 i it's not a huge surprise not at all i i feel like so many directors didn't want to even tackle it because he did such a good job i mean it's, so it's been reported that like a uh, quite a few directors already passed it up like uh we can't touch this movie especially they're they were using james gunn's um script script and Man, it would have been hard shoes to fill. And yeah. Disney already put to shelf the movie, and they just shelved a lot of money. So I think at the end of the day, it was just like, so, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how much crow they had to eat for that. Or was James Gunn just super thankful? I, I think he, he seems... Look, because we, we talked about it whenever he got fired. Like, yeah, you know, I, and also I've also looked up a lot of stuff on what he said and and a lot of stuff is not even what he said. He made a lot of jokes. He again, he he was a trauma director, which was like they were all built on shock value. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also at the heyday of Twitter. It's not even stuff he said. It was a lot of stuff he retweeted, but it retweets worked differently back then. So it looked like it was one of your tweets. It is one of your tweets technically, even to retweet it, uh, regardless of what anybody's gonna say. I don't think that represents the kind of dude he is now. I'm I'm sure it probably didn't even back in the day. A lot no. of people make a lot of crude jokes that don't necessarily mean who they are. However, let's not go into that because I mean, like I'm I can't condone that kind of crap. Obviously, um, so I won't. But I will say this: it's weird that Disney has backed up on this, and James Gunn is still the director of Suicide Squad Two. Yep, which is also interesting because, um. That gives me hope for Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> yeah, which um is being reported is not a sequel. Uh, it's kind of a reboot. God, so, DC, man. I mean... uh, DC has no idea what they're doing. Uh, hence, uh, you know, we, we can move into this a little bit. But um, the Joker uh, trailer has been released also while, since we've been gone, uh, which we'll, we can talk about in a second. But Batista dropped out of the Suicide Squad. Which I, I think that's because they gave him his job back as Drax, and they decided well, not to is, kill him. Yeah, well, as long as he's with James Gunn, I think he's, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I think that's why he Which, went to by Suicide the way, Squad. David Batista is blowing up. I don't know if you realize how many like big movies he's coming in. I mean, a lot. He's, he's tra- he did that. Um, what all like uh, big action stars do? He's about to move into his uh, comedy yep, side. Yep. Um, this will be the big test of Batista if he turns into a big movie star. Um, people have to go through their comedy side and they have to come out on the other side of it, you know, unclean. Vin Diesel did it. Arnold Schwarzenegger did it. Sylvester Stallone did it. This is the true test. And of absolutely, it. The Rock did it. The, the Rock, Rock did it beautifully. Did it. Yeah. Rock did it the best. Yes, I think. for sure. Uh, I think he is probably the best one out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like Arnold's uh, uh, comedies. I like Arnold's. I like Arnold's comedies fine, but he is not as good as The Rock in He's comedies. Not. He's not. Yeah. The Rock has timing. Arnold does not. Uh, on a side note, you don't watch wrestling, um, but Batista had his last match last month in at WrestleMania against Triple H, which was really good. So, 
I'm just going to throw that out there. Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> Wrestling. Go listen to our full review on There's a Square Circle. Um, but it's interesting because the Joker thing, um, well, no, we won't get the Joker thing. So it's interesting that he's now doing both. And I'm I'm kind of wondering, now that he's back on Guardians of the Galaxy 3, if he's going to maintain Suicide Squad 2. So there, the rumor is right now he they're still going to use a script. It's not a hundred percent if he's going to direct Suicide I could, Squad. I like because it 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 was he was directing. Yeah, he was directing it. So now it could move to a producing credit and yep. his script, and I can see that happening. And then them getting a different director. Very for that. very look, James Gunn's. I mean his his passion is in uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That is his product. I, Regardless of Disney, Disney should have shelved it and never did anything with those characters ever again. At least not in that way. Uh, if James Gunn was not going to come back, here's the thing: James Gunn works well with a lot of people. Remember, yep. uh, Slither. Yes, great movie, awesome Absolutely. movie, fantastic. Like it took everything from the B horror movies into mainstream awesomeness. Plus, that had Nathan Fillion in of it, of course. So that helps. But that's the thing that he did. He took every b-movie type situation put it in one movie and made it great okay so then now he's got what his brother and someone else as a writing partner his brother and his writing partner are making these movies and james gunn's helping them get and produced yep. and made yep. i mean we got um what was it the uh the what the one in their off the office building and they're in south america something project i haven't seen it yet so i don't know the belco experiment that's it yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, he wrote that, and he's he's gotten something else that his his uh, brother or I don't know if they're related or not, but they got very similar names. Um, doing the Brightburn, yes, and that looks amazing. Which just seems it seems like the Superman thing that they're a hundred percent going to get sued for. From they're DC. not going to get sued so. for because if they didn't get if Nemesis didn't get sued for that's a comic book. This is a different media. That's it, the well, only comic thing. book, yeah. but yeah, but comic book. Come on, man. I mean, that's where it started. And this is a Superman ripoff. Which, by the way, Nemesis I, was completely. A it was Batman a Batman ripoff. Yeah. In fact, his pitch was, "What if Batman, Batman was a dick?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this the, is exactly the what Bright this Burn is. is. Man, that movie looks really. good. It looks really good. Really, really, really it good. Really good. Uh, I'm kind of blown away about how good it looks. Um, but yeah, uh, talking about what we were talking about earlier, uh, how do you feel about the Joker trailer? Um. Okay, so Joaquin Phoenix, I really like. I do too. I think that they're kind of paying homage to um, the Killing Joke origin story. Uh, yeah, somewhat. Sort of. Yeah. But I can't tell what, what Joker they're going for here. If it's the Killing Joke Joker, I mean, he ends up being a really fantastic Joker at that point. But this one doesn't look to be the same kind of origin story per se. Not at all. And I don't think Batman's involved in this origin story. At all. Yeah. And the other, well, he wasn't involved in his origin story in Not that really. one either. Yeah. But what the other thing that I'm having a huge problem with, and this is my biggest problem, is Todd Phillips as the writer and director. Yeah. It's not that I dislike Todd's, Todd Phillips' movies, but Todd Phillips has done nothing but comedy. And I don't know if he's able to do this kind of edgy Joker. But, you know, I was wrong about no, – I wasn't wrong. I, I was like – I was Heath Ledger. When you heard about Heath Ledger being the Joker, you're like, yeah. But then you're like, wow, not only was he good, he said – in the bar. Hey, yeah. He he took whatever expectation people had of the like, oh, no one could beat Jack Nicholson. And they're like, well, never mind. Heath Ledger is now the new standard. Look. So I'm not I'm not saying this movie can't be good. I'm just cautious 
about it just because of the 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 writing writing and directing i think people don't understand makes or breaks a movie yeah for sure and and a lot of times they're like well i don't like this actor i don't like that disregard that just think about if the person in charge of the movie or writing the movie may not know that kind of if this is their first go at it just be cautious that's it. I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm just saying you should be cautious about it because um, just because it's Joker doesn't mean it's going to be good. I like the style of the commercial. I mean, the commercial. The the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer kind of sold me on. I think it's going to be interesting. My more problem with this is I need in my head to make them. They need to make me understand where this movie takes place it, in. Exactly. As, as, as people that know Joker's origins... This is not it. And well, by and, the way. And not to mention that they have so many different origins they for the do. Joker. So yeah. it doesn't matter which one they pick. You just need to remind me of which one. If you're making up a new one, you, you got to understand up... that nerds are going to be like, "Whoa, wait, wait, what? What, what, what happened to uh, Jared Leto's Joker? Like, is this the pre Jared Leto's? Because I'm not seeing that. So tell me that this is out of universe. That you're just doing random movies outside of the normal DCU, which I would imagine is dead at this moment. Uh, and that's fine, and I think DC would benefit from making individual movies that don't have anything to do with each other. Although Shazam did a really good job of of marrying a, a DC universe movie, okay? Because they yeah. they they did references to Superman and Batman, mm. and it was a it was a pretty fun movie. I have seen Aquaman. I haven't seen Shazam yet. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh. <laughs> Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel at the same time. Uh, I just recently saw Captain Marvel. Uh, and by the way, we're our nerd talk later at the uh, uh, at the end of the podcast. We are going to talk about the ten years of Marvel comic books. I have seen Endgame at this point. I have not. So we're not going to have any sh- uh, spoilers in here this podcast at all. Uh, but I have seen the the fake Captain Marvel, Miss <laughs> uh, Marvel. I'm sorry, Miss Marvel. Because fake. <laughs> Dude, the Shazam. I, I, Shazam's I, been around longer than Captain yes, Marvel, it has. by the way. I will say I like Shazam better as a name. It is a better name. It's just a funner name. So, it is yeah. a fun name. Um. So yeah. Uh. James Gunn is back. That's basically what we were want to talk about. Uh. And the weird things that are back. Uh. Child's Play. It was a new movie, which I don't think. So this movie got announced, and everybody kind of collectively groaned about it. Like, eh, okay, whatever. Um. But then. <laughs> Luke Skywalker gets announced as his voice, and everybody's like, well, maybe I'm slightly interested now. I will tell you this, that it's a huge selling point for Mark me. Hamill. Yeah. Mark Hamill doing it, and it's probably very close to his Joker voice. It is, uh, if you heard it, the, the voice. it's, it's very I only close. heard it for a little bit. Yeah. I, only, I only saw the first trailer, um, or teaser. Yeah. And his Joker voice is, I, it, okay, so there's two great Jokers, in my opinion, that that have been you really need to focus on, and that's Heath Ledger's Joker yep. and Mark Hamill's Joker. 100%. Those are the two best Jokers in my opinion. Jack Nicholson, he's great. He's Jack Nicholson in paint. So. Yeah, but, I mean, like, these two guys, I mean, especially Mark Ham- Mark Hamill's Joker is just, like, you, you knew him for so long during the series that you just know him as a character, whereas Heath Ledger was like, oh, this one rendition of him, he's fantastic, whereas Mark Hamill is consistently good over a period of time. And you're like, Wow, that's really fun. So the new take on uh, Chucky is that Chucky is basically your Alexa app. 
I, I, I hate the origin. I don't want to talk about the origin because it <laughs> bothers me. You, you, it makes no sense. It bothers you that they changed it from like a supernatural thing? Yes. Uh, I mean the whole – To a more modern like Alexa well, enable that. This is Evolver. Yeah, this is Evolver. Is. This is exactly yeah. Evolver. Well, we don't know. It could still have a supernatural aspect to it that like gets unless involved. it's but a I think serial it's a, killer I, putting his his soul. I don't in think a, it's any of that. Yeah, I don't think it. I think it's AI going uh, wild. Which so. which so Evolver. I just have a huge problem with that that part. I mean, like I get it's like, at least a different take on Chucky. Do you need a different take I don't, on Chucky? I didn't need another Chucky movie. Right. Well, I don't need a reboot. You can continue on with the same dumb storyline that they had going on since he had a wife, a kid, a those, cult. Those fu- movies have been a lot more funner than, than Chucky movies have been. They're, they're bad movies, but I, they're fun movies at But least. if you start re-watching Child's Play to, to that, yeah. it, it, it's a natural progression. To ridiculousness? To, yes, yeah. because the first three are ridiculous. Yeah. In a very they get way worse than from there. Yeah, but. I mean, they they go from being just like I'm gonna try to make this movie to like, hey, no, we're going with it, run run wild with it, and that's fine to me. This one is just like someone's like, what if we did this, but try to make it more realistic? It's someone that's like, I can make this movie better, and it doesn't need to be better. It it can stay the same. If you want to put Mark Hamill as a voice of Chucky, absolutely. But then again, I mean, like the original Chucky guy's voice. He's still was pretty doing good. It. Yeah, he's still doing yeah. it. Yeah, he's been doing it he's for the past like thirty, 30 years. years. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm at this wait and see type thing. The trailer making it a more uh, sci-fi, I guess. Uh, it, it interested me more than this uh, a normal retelling of Chucky's story, which I, I kind of appreciate. The Mark Hamill thing has got me at least yeah, interested to check yeah, it out yeah. other than that it's one of those i will only i'm gonna watch, watch it, it on so. streaming well of course i'm gonna yeah. watch it i yeah i spent time watching all the dumb movies that we, <laughs> we talk about okay i'm definitely gonna watch this movie uh talking about watching all our dumb movies and not dumb movies just movies in general uh the fox and disney deal is a hundred percent official at this moment fox no uh, it's done done den. done done uh, Disney owns Fox 100% now. So they've been very open about the stuff that they own and the stuff they want to promote going into the future. Simpsons released a trailer all by himself, uh, welcoming their uh, mouse overlords, which was f***ing hilarious, and kind of off-putting all at the same time. It's very weird just to well, the see. The Simpsons can always do that because the Simpsons yeah, they have been get making away fun with of their yeah. parent network forever. forever. And it's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, I'm very happy about it because I think I can see more Simpsons stuff. I'm a big Simpsons fan. Uh, apparently, we're getting all 30-plus seasons on the uh, Disney Plus app. Uh, they have also been heavily promoting that they're going to be doing Deadpool moving forward, and they're going to try not to change the formula. I did I did read that he said, if it's not broken, let's not try to exactly. fix it, which is uh, fantastic. I mean, it just proves that some... Characters can work. go R mo- R rated and yeah. make money, and 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 I know that's a huge scare to a lot of like people that are investors, especially Disney, which kind of runs on a very. But I think the Fox merger has to change a lot of how Disney operates. They they just adopted a lot of R rated 
stuff hard that, R. Hard R stuff. Alien, Predator. Exactly. And which they want to continue to do because they, they're promoting. It's like, we want to do Predator movies. We want to do Alien movies. We want to do Planet of the Ape movies. We want to do these things that IPs that we have and have access to now. But Doom was, you know, the backing of Disney now was on. But Disney has always done R-rated stuff. It, 100% under different, like, Touchstone, uh, Touchstone was, was yeah. R-rated. And they all, they did that. I mean, if they just have to under People will just have to understand that it's not always going to be... Just because it's owned by Disney means it's going to be kid friendly. Yes. Yeah, and, and I, I think that it's going to be. I know that they're going to put the Disney logo in a, a lot of you know beginning of a lot of movies now, and we're going to be seeing it on. I think what they said about thirty percent of the market is now owned by Disney, which is not terribly a lot, but it's a lot for like this movie. It's market. a lot for one company. Yes. yes. Um. But I think they're going to be like it's going to be like the Disney logo, and then it's going to be like the Marvel logo, and then it's going to be whatever like the rated R, which they might keep Fox around for that. So the the deal, like I said, is it's going through. They did shut down a lot. They shut down uh, Fox Two Thousand, which was their one of their movie studios. They they produced a lot of just you know just random generated movies. They shut down the production of the only movie I was looking forward to that Fox was doing that they shut down full production for. And now they're trying to sell the rights to it as Mouse Guard. I don't know. Yeah, Mouse Guard was a comic book from eh, 2006, 2005, somewhere around there. And it's about these mouse that live in this field that basically have this very fantasy thing. They wear cloaks and have swords and stuff like that. And it seems very Disney friendly. Um, but they shut down the production of that. And they shut down the production to a, a quite a few different things. Uh, things they did keep production for is the uh, Avatar movies. Obviously, Disney has a, a vested interest in that. They have Avatar Land at Disney World. Uh, they, don't don't super care about that, but go on. Yeah, uh, they. I think they're just going to release the movies just because there's so much money invested into it. But they did announce they're going to release Phoenix uh, X Men movie. Well, yeah, I mean the trailers already came out. They're not going to they're not yeah. going to stop it now. And New Mutants, which I don't think we'll ever see a trailer for again. And they're just going to release the damn movie. They did release the release dates for them. They will be this year. They're they're pushing out every Fox movie that's done this year, and then I think they're done with everything. So uh, the Phoenix movie, the the word on the street that people that's watched this movie is the worst X Men movie they've ever made. Wow. So worse than X Men three? They said worse than that. Wow. Uh, Disney is trying the Fox executives that are still so around. really it's Dark Phoenix is the problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's Dark Phoenix is the um, problem here. Disney says they need uh, like fifteen million dollars to reshoot the most of the movie, but then if they invest that much money into the movie, they'll never make it back. So I think they're just gonna release a bad movie and be like, okay, this is the end. Go watch it. Which I think if they were smart. Obviously, the uh, a lot of the other news that we released, I think they should just release these movies on the Disney Plus app. I mean, that's that's you know, with the with the announcement that they're going to have a streaming service. I mean, this is one of those no brainer streaming services, especially at the price ninety nine. At that price, six ninety nine a month. When you look at it at a yearly rate, it's scary. And I think if they're anything like DC, uh, the DC uh, streaming service, which is not super expensive. It's not super expensive, but, but they I just do don't a, know a lot of people that have it. That's my only problem. They, but they do an annual fee. They yeah. do they do it as an annual rate. Okay. So like when I when I looked at it, it was like you pay this much now, and you're like whoa. But it's not that much a month. 
It's not that much. It's yeah. not. I did hear the shows on the DC streaming service. It was really I've heard, good. I've heard a lot of good things about every show they put out so far, and I, I want to get it. And I mean, I probably will in the future. But I mean, it's something that I am interested in getting and checking out. I like the idea of having all the DC movies available to me, and if Disney allows that. So for... Disney has said well, pretty much every produced Disney movie they have ever made, within some exceptions, uh, will be on the app. Every Marvel movie, um, they do have some problems with some of the Star Wars movies. They might not be on there because they've sold the rights to it to like FX or not FX because they own FX now. Some other company uh, owns the TV rights to it, so it has a lot of problems with that. They've been trying to buy the rights back to it so they can be on the streaming service. And then on top of literally all that, we got uh, a shitload of original content that got announced. So we got a Mandalorian Star Wars TV show that's done by John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a Muppet show. They haven't said exactly what the format of the Muppet show is. Uh, we have tons of Marvel shows. Uh, so the... Marvel shows, it's uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision, which has the greatest name for a TV show. It's called Scarlet Vision. Yeah, that was awesome. a no-brainer there, huh? Uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier is getting their own show. Uh, Hawkeye is getting his own show. Loki is getting his own show uh, on the Marvel side. Are, are they, are they going to get the people from the movies portraying yeah, these people? 100%. Oh, well, that, yeah. that's, that's amazing because I will watch a Loki show. Yeah, for sure. And I will watch a Falcon and Winter Soldier show. For easily. Uh, Scarlet Division think... show I will watch just just because, but it's not a huge interest to me. Mm. I mean, I like I know their history, and yeah. I know like the 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 I'm having a hard time imagining a um robot and a woman a, a mutant woman having children. But it, it happened in the comics. I know it happened. So... I know it happened. Anything can happen, I guess. Um, uh, there's also the What If TV show. Oh, that, that one that'll be fun. Um, so the first episode they announce is uh, Agent Carter gets the Super Soldier Syndrome instead of um, uh, Steve Rogers. Mm. So there you go. Uh, I think that's animated now. Uh, well, that makes more sense. Yeah, it'll uh, be cheaper too. It, it's way cheaper. They can do it in a bunch of different styles, all that stuff. So yeah, the Marvel stuff is is it, it's. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Actually. That that and if they bring any of the old shows back, any of the old shows. Like, I'm wearing a Darkwing Duck shirt yeah. right now. I think they're saving a lot of that. They've said a lot of the things that, you know. If is, they put if Darkwing Duck on that, I will buy that right now. I think now. Gummy Bears, I think all those old the, Disney shows are going to be on there. Gummy Bears is only okay. You rewatch Darkwing Duck and you tell me that's not a Darkwing great show. Darkwing Duck's a great show. It really is. Uh, then, of course, you got all the Fox stuff that will be on the, the network. They, they announced 30, 30 seasons of The Simpsons. Well, that would be fun. Only the early seasons, because, I mean, I really don't care about the new stuff. It's so boring. They also announced a, a bunch of different kind of uh, documentaries, like National Geographic they own now, so they'll be doing all those. They want to bring back the Disney, um, you know, like the Disney um, nature shows that they used to do way back in the day. They're going to bring all those things back. So it makes it this app at six ninety nine completely uh, doable and you have to own it. So sure, I mean, well, and and they're doing a really good job. If if they do the these Marvel shows and the, these all these other shows, at least if they make it make an adult version where adults can. Okay, so the what I liked about the Netflix Marvel shows is that they were violent enough where uh, adults were like, oh sweet action. I mean, like I don't want to get bogged down with a lot of kid friendly material for for live action television shows in the Marvel universe. I don't want that. I think they should go darker. 
in my opinion. In in TV shows and animated things, they need to go darker because they could. You know, do some Ghost Rider stuff. Do it well. You can do that with a show. You can do that with an animated series. Just do something that's not 100% kid-friendly. Right. It, uh, I agree. I just I just feel like they need It's that. like where kids can watch it, but at the same time... And like, they maybe, shouldn't? They shouldn't, maybe. It's, it, I don't well, know. that's exactly what's happened in those... Uh, in the um, Marvel Netflix shows, it's like yeah. they're bad, but my they're kids not... don't watch the Netflix stuff. No. But they're not no. that bad. Yeah. If they watched it, it wouldn't ruin them, but it would be rough. Yeah, it would be rough. Um, so la- last bit of news before we go into the break and come back with nerd talk. Uh, this is something that I guess me and Critter are kind of big into: old school arcade games. Yep. Uh, Capcom announced their it was Capcom Home Arcade. I know this is getting a lot of crap like right now because it's using some kind of emulation that is stolen from somebody that wrote it and they didn't own the code for it. They'll fix all that, so I'm not really super worried about it. But this is 250, and it comes with two fight sticks, and it's in a big shape of the Arc uh, uh, Capcom uh, logo. And well, I'll tell you this: that is the best. The arcade version is the best way to play those games anytime you get a controller and you have toggle switches and things like that and those are your heavy punches or heavy kicks are at that sucks you want you want them like easy access and that's what i love about the six buttons yeah um so this is 250 and it comes with let me i'm going to go ahead and go through the list of the names uh our arcade games uh 1944 aliens versus Predator. love that game uh armored warriors capcom sports club captain commando which i haven't played in a very long time uh, Cyberbots, uh, Darkstalkers, which is an awesome game, uh, Eco Fighters, Final Fight, Ghouls and Goblins. Final Fight's amazing. Yeah, uh, Ghouls and Goblins is an impossible game. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, that's Ghouls and Ghosts. Ghouls and Ghosts. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins is the uh, NES version, actually. So, uh, Giga Wing, Mega Man The Power Battle, which is, I don't know if you remember, it was like a constant boss battles. It was a Mega Man game, but all you did is boss battles. Nope, did not, but I love Mega Man stuff. Yeah. Uh, Pro Gear, Street Fighter 2, uh, Strider, and Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Super Turbo. Oh, that's what Puzzle they... Fighter, I'm sorry. It's Super Puzzle Fighter 2, which they is like the uh, Tetris. Uh, so, yeah, this is something really cool. It, it doesn't look too big. It is... It does look kind of awkward. It, it's huge. I don't know where you're going to put it. You would need a table of some sort. You would need a table, and you would need a big screen in front of you. So, uh, yeah, you, you can do a lot of this on emulation yourself, uh, but with the fight stick, 250 price tag, it's not It's not terrible. So I mean, Unless not, you have the wherewithal to build your own. Yeah, I, I, I want to build my own arcade, uh, MAME ar- arcade machine. So, I don't know. This is probably not made for exactly me, but I would imagine having this. This It would look really cool, too, because it's the logo it being made out of. So, You know what You know what game is, is way underplayed, and I think a lot of people forget it even exists? So, it's, it's, it's almost exactly Alien vs. Predator, but it's with Punisher. Punisher and Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. Uh, yeah, that's like a, that's old awesome school game. Nick Fury. Like white guy. White guy Nick Fury. <laughs> Nick Fury. Yeah. That's an actually really good game. That's made by uh, Acclaim, I think. Yeah, I think it, was, so, it wasn't the same people. That... I don't think it was Capcom, no. Really? I'd look it up, make sure that I'm not lying to everybody. Well, I, I mean... I'm, I'm... I think it's Acclaim. It's the same people that made like the Ninja Turtles and stuff. Okay, but I mean, it plays almost exactly. It, oh, like it's that. a side scroller beater up. So yeah, they Love all it. they they all played about the same. So oh my god, it's they even label it. The Punisher is a 1993 beat 'em up arcade game developed and released by Capcom. Okay, never mind. It is a Capcom game. All right, all right. 
yeah, no, Punisher game is awesome. You, know, you had uh, weapons get dropped every five seconds, so he was always throwing knives and picking up guns. So good game. Uh, well, last thing before we go to the break, uh, the boys released a trailer. Uh, the boys is kind of a. It's not a super popular book, but if you're into comic books, then probably about ten years ago, this is this was a kind of a big adult title. Um, you you always like those esoteric yeah type weird of comic book yeah, yeah. lines. Oh, well, when Walking Dead got really big, a lot of these type of titles was able to come to you know they got more popular. Like I said, this is you know ten to fifteen years ago. This is when all a lot of these books started getting really popular. The Boys is I think going to catch a lot of people off guard. This has a very, um, it's by the same people actually from Preacher and stuff like that. From the TV show Preacher. The TV show Preacher. So Seth, that's Seth Rogen, by the yes. way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sausage Party guy and all those that. Which, which I appreciate that he likes comics that much to really go on out on a limb and make that kind of crap. So the boys is imagine like the uh, Justice League is a real team, but they're all full of scumbags. And when I say scumbags, they're like alcoholics, murderers, rapists. Uh, sex fiends they're just terrible 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 people uh, but they're super powerful so they're just kind of given the position of power because we we need superheroes still uh the boys is the p- group of people which are worse than the justice league team that kind of polices the superhero team so who watches the watchers the this, boys the boys watch the, boys the watchers watch yes. the watchers um and they're just as bad as the the superhero team and everything like that, but th- they're kind of in the position of they're the police of them. Um, so yeah, this is something that's coming on Amazon next month. I I'm I'm super excited for it. As soon as you show me the trailer for it, Carl uh, Urban, man, dude, Carl Urban, you put Carl Urban in something, I'm gonna watch it. I really hope for Carl Urban's sake that this show picks off. Uh, I think it will, but mostly because it's on Amazon and stuff like that. Uh, but he deserves a really good comic book <laughs> behind him. He does. He's great, man. Uh, so yeah, the boys, uh, awesome show. Maybe when the the show comes out, we'll maybe do a podcast on reviewing it. That's how big I'm into the boys. So I, I really do hope it's really good. So, uh, well, the trailer looks great. Trailer looks awesome. It, it looks like they did it the right way. They went full hard R with oh, it. Oh, it is past hard or R. I'm imagining it is. Uh, uh, remember back in the day when it had a very low X rating? Well, yeah, it was just rated X. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's probably going to be like that level, which will be awesome. It really needs to be. The comic book is graphic as hell. I mean, there is terrible things that happen in the comic book. So it's like the Preacher. Preacher has, like, really bad things that happen in the comic book, and they're having to tone it down slightly because they get away with a lot on the amc show. dude amc i'm surprised what they let slide yeah. on that dude you know they just say the f word yeah. openly now yeah openly on AMC. Well, like i was like how does that happen i don't they, have cable i haven't had cable in a really long time but now i'm watching like shows like happy mm-hmm. which on a sci-fi channel uh now they it's on uh, uh netflix now they get away with a tons of stuff on there i've seen the dude's ass like three times already i'm like there that's just nudity well i'm I'm wondering if it's just sci-fi produced and is it on the actual sci-fi channel? i'm not sure i'm not sure yeah i don't know if they I, beep it the or not first time i saw it was only on netflix because i don't there's if they were to beep and blot stuff out it seems pointless to even make it for a tv show because it is he says the f word a the, lot <laughs> that guy is amazing at yeah, cursing yeah at, the dude and as unhappy. a person that's on a show that uses cursing as a way as uh as a as a show gimmick that nice. dude really really just does a much better job than i could ever imagine 
Uh, all right, so we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we're going to come back and talk about 10 years plus of the Marvel MCU. Mm-hmm. No, not the Marvel. The MCU. The, the Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe. The so, MCU. MCU. We'll be right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the somewhat nerdy radio podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. And welcome back. Uh, We are heading right into the Nerd Talk, and we're going to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As you guys know, Endgame is out, and it has been out for a couple weeks now uh, by the time this comes out. Um, As we were recording, as Chris mentioned before, it is the day it was released. Yes. I've seen it. I have not. So I'm going to try extremely hard, and by extremely hard, uh, if you don't hear this podcast or you hear like all the bad noise... It's because uh, I killed Chris. He killed me, and he's walked out of the room. Because yeah, I think if everybody has listened to this show from the beginning, they know how I feel about spoilers. Uh, you know, Critter is the 10-year-plus the rule, um, so we're not going to ruin I mean, I that tried, rule. I mean, I tried – well, yes, but I'm just saying that this movie – you really, you really need to respect some people's wishes on not being spoiled by this. So stay off social media. This is spoiler free, by the way. Yeah, completely it really spoiler is. free. Uh, we're not going to talk about Endgame at all. Uh, right now, recording this, it looks like well, Endgame is going to be the first billion dollar weekend for a movie, which is crazy. Uh, it's already broke a bunch of records. Uh, pretty much everybody that's listening to this podcast, I would assume, has already watched Endgame at this point. So, but we're not going to talk about any of that. We're going to talk about the lead up to Endgame. It is the uh, last year, I think it was the ten year anniversary of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, was uh, two thousand eight was the first Iron Man movie that came out. Uh, I remember when Robert Downey Jr. got cast. Oh well, I thought that was amazing. It was a perfect casting. Uh, I was big into uh, comic books at this time, and me and my wife and I, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, went to San Diego Comic Con in 2007, and then at 2007 Marvel booth, they are promoting the first Iron Man movie. And the first two days that we were there, they had this a big box, uh, a crate that had Stark 
uh, expo written on the outside of it. And on the third day of the convention, they pulled it off and it was Mark I armor. And it was the first time anybody saw one of the armors from the Iron Man movies. And then right there, I knew that this was going to be a big deal. I, I think I think this was uh, Marvel took a huge gamble. Uh, and this with, is Marvel, and this is pre-Disney, by the way. Well, yeah, this is what led to Disney. Yes. Um, so this was this this was scary Marvel times. This was sure. Marvel going out of business. Yeah, time. this is Marvel. Marvel's uh, last ditch last ditch effort to make any money. All of this money the Marvel had was put into this movie. I don't think many people realize there was people like Warner Brothers wanting to buy. Disney, I mean uh, Marvel and everything like that. There were bigger companies that were going to buy them, and they were going to go out of business. This would have been the second time. The comics, the comic sales were in the were in the crapper. Yep. And John Fairview, uh, which who is a great writer and director, um, he had so much pressure put on him to make this movie work. And I believe Robert Downey Jr. even took a small deal. Like he didn't take much money from the movie. He took. Uh, he took a percentage. He took a percentage, which which it, is it, super paid off for him. Well, not just percentage of this that movie was for movies to come in the future, yep. and this is why he is now the real life Tony Stark. Yeah, he has gotten paid a higher percentage of for his acting in the movies than anybody's got put probably put together. Uh, just well, because he was really smart and gone off the back. So well, it wasn't just smart; it's what Lucky. he had to yeah. do. Yeah. Because if the movie tanked, he would make nothing. That's true. He had a very small amount that he was making. I mean, it was still a decent amount. Uh, the first movie is famously uh, Ter- Terrence Howard got paid more than Robert Downey Jr. because Terrence Howard at the time was a bigger star. Well, and also, uh, which which brings into mind, and I'm just gonna say this right now: Terrence Howard getting traded out for Don Cheadle. Thank. <laughs> Please, that is a trade up. I like Terrence Howard a lot, but uh, Don Don Cheadle is a, a a great Iron Man. I mean, a great War Machine. So. I I don't care for Terrence Howard. Really? No, mm. I don't think he's even a good actor, man. He's a better military guy. Uh, no Terrence, way. No, no, no. Ter- um, uh, Don Cheadle. Don, Don Cheadle is a better actor. And Terrence Howard, the uh, the uh, roadie, the who he, the character they play should have been more military. Terrence Howard never seemed military to me, so. Don Cheadle is just an all-around better actor. Agreed. Um, more likable too. I mean, he—he's just a person I want to see in more movies. It's—he's just a—he's great. So that was a trade-up for me. But be that as it may, in in Iron Man, that was so much pressure, and it paid off so well that it led to all of this. Uh, pretty much everything that we're seeing now is twenty-two frames, eighteen over eighteen. Uh, over nineteen billion dollars in the box office. Uh, Disney brought uh, Marvel. You know, sometime uh, it's super paid off for Disney, and we will probably continue to get Marvel movies. Our kids' kids will probably continue to get Marvel movies for the rest of our lives. So, so let me ask you. Uh, this this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna pose you with this question. What are your top three? What are your bottom three of these twenty two movies? Let's go with a uh, bottom three first. Bottom three. All right, yeah. go with your bottom three. Uh, so I will start off with probably uh, Thor: Dark World. Okay, is the my least favorite Marvel movie. It is there's just something off in this boring about the first two Thor movies. Unforgettable. Yeah, um, both those movies don't need to exist at all. And this is the extreme too, because I'm gonna go ahead and put Ragnarok's on my favorite movie list. Um, but the Dark World is probably the worst movie they've produced so far. How about you? The worst. I'll 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 do my worst three. Um, 
I because I don't know my top three. I mean, my bottom three yet. So good, continue. Yeah. All right. I, I will say Thor: Dark World two, or Thor two: Dark World because I mean I I don't even remember a whole lot. However, I will when I say they're the worst three movies, they're still entertaining. I still I so I still don't hate them. So that is the the caveat. They're all good movies. They're all good movies. Like it's, it's just, still um all the even the bottom three of what I'm gonna say. Like these are not bad movies by far. Bad movies wish they can be as bad as bad Marvel's worst day. Exactly. So, so and that's what I'm gonna tell you. It's it's and these are still good movies. So Thor two, Iron Man three, and Thor. God, wow, that's my th- that's my bottom three. Yeah, I just didn't know how I was gonna order them. So I would go with my least favorite is Thor two, then Thor and then Iron Man three. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I would do Thor two bottom. Then Iron Man 3, then Thor. So Iron Man 3, I have, it's wishy-washy. So I'll watch that movie sometimes, and I'll be like, man, this movie's really good. There's some good, again, we're not arguing, yeah. but the movie's still still good. Still good. It's just not It's just not up to, let's go to your top three. Compare your bottom three to your yeah, top yeah, three, yeah, and everybody be like, oh, that makes perfect sense. So uh, I'll go to my top three right now, then. Uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, uh, Thor, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And then What Day You Talk To Me. It's one of the Guardians movies. Oh, shit. So, she, is right. it the same? It's very close. Yeah. Actually, um, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it's, those are, to, to me, Winter Soldier is, it's the same thing I think about uh, Nolan's uh, second movie, the Joker movie, uh, Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. If you take out Captain America and all the superhero stuff, it is the one of the best spy war type espionage movies that's ever been made and i don't think it gets a lot of credit because it's a captain america movie but that movie is solid okay solid 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 movie i would i would totally agree with you on your on on that because i mean captain america winter soldier absolutely um thor ragnarok i mean it's 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 the most rewatchable it really is. It it's the only it's actually I'll tell you this, I don't rewatch a lot of Marvel movies because of the fact that it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. Because I can't You gotta just, sit down and watch it. I gotta sit down and watch it and I'm like, okay, so I need two plus hours to to, to, to do this. But if there's like if I come across Justice League, yeah, no problem. I'll pop it on. Uh-huh. Not a not don't a have big to deal. pay attention to it. <laughs> not a big yeah. deal. I don't care when it's on, but Marvel I'm like, Oh, I can't just watch this part. I gotta watch the whole thing. Door Ragnarok is Ragnarok has a it's rewatchability a, that I want to show people, and they'll yeah. be entertained enough that they'll follow through. It's and almost a perfect act, movie, and they don't ask me a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a perfect movie. They reinvented Thor in this movie, which how they should have been pretty much the whole entire time. It's great. The Guardians movies to me are so different and have such a unique vision that just such, such a great a combination of action and comedy. Uh, the second movie, I don't know. It's hard. I, I think those movies flow really well together. So it's not like a big jump between one and two, like quality wise. Um, and obviously, James Gunn has a great vision for the movies. So the music really uniquely pays a very important part of those movies, mm-hmm. which just flows so well. Um, it is a reason why I love James Gunn movies. So. The Guardians movies is a also it, just as a a nerd standpoint is a comic book that I literally read in the eighties. Not even the same team read in the eighties. And when they announced the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I was like, "Who cares about the Guardians of the Galaxy?" Nobody did. 
I, Nobody well, I did. I think that's why it was so successful, because no one... Okay, so during that time when they announced it, Star-Lord was the leader then. But he wasn't this goofy guy no. that they had. He was a very kind of... He's a very mi- serious dude. And he was very military-driven. Yep. Um, I think they... They and did they it. cast a fat guy from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> I mean, I think they did an awesome thing. And I, uh, I, I, I mean, what can you say about the cast like that? is perfect? Um, the Dave Batista, which was you know, I would have never imagined being, you know, this was supposed to be uh, Jason Momoa was actually cast in that part at first, uh, and he turned it down because he didn't want to be typecast as the big muscular guy and. You know, movies. Good luck with that, dude. Yeah, good luck with that. As he's cast as the big muscular guy that lives under the ocean. But yeah, the, it, the Guardians movies are still, to me, probably my favorite Marvel movies. I like that a lot of what takes place in the Marvel Universe really takes place in space. You know, outside of uh, Earth, a lot of the stuff that affects Earth comes from the Guardians movies. I still don't think they messed up not introducing uh, Adam Warlock earlier than what they did. Yeah, I know they introduced him at the end of uh, Marvel 2. Well, I okay, so I think you just like these because Howard the Duck was in the first one. By the way, I'm going to go ahead and say Howard the Duck is literally one of my favorite Marvel characters. And yeah, uh, James Gunn understands that Marvel uh, Howard the Duck is freaking awesome. We actually forgot totally about that in the news section. Howard the Duck is getting his own TV show on uh, Hulu. Um, I think at the end of this year. It's a cartoon, and I think it's done by Kevin Smith. Oh, fantastic. You didn't know that? No, I did not. Yeah, Kevin Smith. is. It's a cartoon. Cloak it's and like, Dagger just came out their second season. I've heard a lot of good things about Cloak and Dagger. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it looks like teen drama stuff. It's teen drama stuff. Look, I love Cloak and Dagger in the comic books. Uh, they're really cool characters that I've always been uh, yeah, stuck to uh, since Spider-Man days. Like the it's, whole... it's, it's, it's very different because they're first just coming into their powers. Yeah. And and they do this thing where it's in New Orleans. Is it? it yeah, it takes oh, place in New that. Orleans. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we live in New Orleans, if you didn't know. Yeah, um, we live outside of New Orleans. We can go that way. Well, I grew up in Kenner, so yeah. I mean, like, that's New Orleans. Um, so a lot of the stuff that they show, I mean, they're in like a lot of the scenes take place in the abandoned Six Flags okay. over there. Okay, yeah. I, it's I, I I don't have you watched it? You watched I, both. Se- I've watched the first season. Okay, I haven't started the second season, but the first season, I mean, it just it just was. At some point, they had zombies in there. Really? Kinda. Oh, I gotta watch it. It's I I don't hate it, but it's not it's not as good as the Netflix shows. You right. can take the worst Netflix show, and it's the Netflix show is still better than this show. So it's been pointed out to me. I still haven't watched all the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't watched season two of mostly anything. Season three of uh, Daredevil, I haven't seen anything like that. I it's been pointed out to me. My favorite, and we've talked about this on this podcast. My favorite faction of Marvel comic group. books is this. I think I'm too close to it. Like I can't get into it. It's too off for me. So I know it's probably good, and it the Luke Cage one ruined me for the Netflix Marvel stuff. It really did. It wasn't even bad. There was bad parts of it, but I can't get into it because of that. So, hey man, that happens. Maybe was Marvel having full control over everything coming here in the future? Uh, was there a Disney Plus app that will be able to see these 
actors again. But it's being reported that we won't see any of these guys at least for two years because of their contracts or whatever. Uh, so going back to the Marvel uh, stuff, uh, actors that we were talking about, Terrence Howard, I got replaced. Um, Edward Norton was originally the Incredible Hulk. Do you like Edward Norton or do you like... Uh, Mark Ruffalo. I like Mark yeah, Ruffalo better. too. Mark Although, Ruffalo plays it as, especially in the first Iron Man, I mean the first uh, Avengers movie when we get to see him for the first time, he plays it as that really scared alcoholic. Like he's scared of the Hulk, doesn't really want to release it. He's going to, you know, trying to do everything he can control, do to control his alcoholic side. Edward Norton, I really, really like as an actor, but Mark Ruffalo is, uh, he is the Hulk. Yeah. So I, I, I liked. I actually liked the Incredible Hulk movie. I really did. I did too. And if if it's if you notice, I didn't even put it in my bottom three. Yep. Because I it's a good movie. I I actually rewatch it sometimes. I'm like, it's pretty good. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I remember watching that movie for the first time. Uh, and then before uh, what was the guy that plays uh Abomination Roth? Something Roth. Tim Roth. Uh, Tim Roth. He's doing his flippy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what they need to do with Captain America. Like, I pointed to it when it was happening while I was watching it. I think it was uh, a bunch of nerds from the comic book store. And I'm like, if they start doing that flippy stuff with Captain America and they're really able to show Captain America's strength from that, it'll work out perfectly. And it's before we knew there was going to be a Captain America movie now. So, there you go. Uh, like, that's when I really was kind of set on, this can be a thing. Now, right after that, we got Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. which is an awesome movie. I yeah, I guess some people don't like it as much as the first one, but no, I no. really, really do like Iron Man 2 a lot. Mostly because Sam Rockwell's in that movie. Yeah. And I love Sam, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell does some good stuff. And most people don't know Sam Rockwell was the the person that was originally cast as Tony Stark. I did not know that. So Well, that would have been a horrible choice. Man, you know, Sam Rockwell would would have rocked that. No, I, mean, I, he, I, I disagree. He, no he would have never been a Robert Downey Jr., at all. It would have been a completely different character. He would not have had the right attitude. He's weak. I don't know. He can Sam Rockwell can do a lot of different things. I, I, I'm a big Sam Rockwell fan. I think the reason he got to Iron Man 2 is because they, they screwed him over for the role of Tony Stark. But I can see him playing a different version of Tony Stark. It would have never been Robert Downey Jr. now. Yeah. Yeah, see... I can't even. As soon as they said Robert Downey Jr., I was it's just. Perfect. I was just like, that yeah. makes yeah, that yeah, of course. And then I remember watching the Avengers, and the first one, uh, the one that came out in 2012, I guess. And it was it was a a cornucopia of my childhood happening on screen that I never thought would happen. And I was I was emotional. I was emotional. Really? I didn't cry or anything. I mean, these movies are definitely things that I have been into my whole entire life. And I never would have thought that we would have 10 years of just amazing comic book movies. And not just uh, comic book movies, but good comic book movies. So N- Not just good comic book movies, good movies. Good movies. That are based on comic books. That's the difference that we need to specify here. Because like you said... Winter Soldier, take 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 them away of being Captain America and all of that. Great movie. It would have been a fantastic regular movie. And the thing is, is like Thor Ragnarok. You put th- that's just a space sci-fi movie. Fantastic. Guardians of the Galaxy works as a sci-fi movie. Period. You know, I mean that that's it's almost Firefly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a ragtag group of people that kind of don't belong together that work well together. And I'm just gonna go ahead and start throwing it out there. We, we are more modern releases was ant-man well okay i was i wanted to talk about that 
Um, I know a lot of people peg the Ant Man movies as some of their worst, but if you no. want to tell me Paul Rudd, no, is Paul not, Rudd's good at everything. If you don't want to see Paul Rudd in a movie, you got a problem, my friend. Every time I see Paul Rudd, I'm reminded the dude's fifty years old, and I'm like, that dude's fifty years old. <laughs> That's crazy. Well. Certain people have the fountain of youth, or they made deals with the devil, yeah. or they're vampires. Paul Keanu Rudd Reeves, is way too lovable for you to hate on any movie he's in. Paul Rudd, Keanu Reeves, both in their 50s, both way better shape than I will ever be ever in. Ever be in. And both, first of all, just always going to be liked. Yeah. Uh, we also had Spider-Man, released by Sony, which is part of the Marvel the Universe. Spider-Man ones, oh man, I, I really liked Spider-Man movies in general i mean obviously spider-man yeah, 3 yeah. was a huge problem but the first two <laughs> to say i the loved least. yeah and i actually did spider-man not... 2 is a, a great movie and i actually did not mind mm-hmm. the newer renditions with I hate the... that kid i don't I hate that kid i don't i don't think he he captured the the combination of acting between peter parker and spider-man yeah. i think he played spider-man well i don't think he played peter parker well sure i, I the, those movies are Bad scripts all around. They're just bad movies all around. I, I don't like. I them. like the costume and I like him web slinging. Yeah. And the the one gripe I have about the new Spider Man, not enough web slinging. Yeah. Yeah. Not there, enough. There's not. And that's the fun um, part of everything. Like when you look at you know the original Spider Man trilogy, the amount of web slinging that he did, you're like that was fun. It was like oh the big swooping scenes and him going in between stuff. You're like awesome. They did that again for the other one. Tom Holland is the perfect Spider-Man. I like Tom Holland. Yeah. So I'm I glad we like got him. I don't like him as an actor because of how we can't keep his mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh we also got Black Panther, uh which is another character that I've been into since probably the 80s. I'm really just blown away that we even have a Black Panther movie or anybody that would care to want to watch a Black Panther movie that they would definitely put this much money into it. Not only just do a Black Panther movie, but do it so well. Yeah. Uh, so I as a comic book fan has been into Black Panther for, you know, you know, coming up on 30 years, I'm blown away that we have a Black Panther movie. I'm also blown away that we have a Captain Marvel movie. So I'm going to go ahead and go on record right here. And you know, the, this is when the, the hate will come towards the podcast. I have been a fan of Captain Marvel longer than um, uh, Brie Larson has been alive. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. And I don't think Brie Larson did a, a terrible job as some people do. I think she was just a bad pick for Captain Marvel. I'm going to go ahead and change that. I think she was a bad pick for Miss Marvel. Because that's who that is. I, I think, okay, I like her. I think she's a very charming person. Sure, yeah. And she, she handled that role in a charming way. Sure, but she's not supposed off. to be charming. Yeah, you know, Carol Danvers is a, like... A, kind of a hothead. A hothead military type, right? Yeah, and, and this... This, you know, Brie Larson is a very sweet, charming person who you like, but it's not necessarily someone that you're like, I will follow them into battle. Yeah, uh, it feels a lot of forcedness, and I'm, I'm taking everything like outside of the movies out of the, the equation, especially with all the, the hate Brie Larson's got. I don't care about any of that. I'm more thinking about this movie as a, a, a whole. She feels wrong for the role. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna move past that just because of how much I liked Samuel Jackson's character in that. Not that it's a good Nick Fury character. It's a terrible Nick Fury because it makes no sense of it him being that happy-go-lucky as Nick Fury. But I liked him and whatever. Nick if you take Fury him as not Nick movie, Fury, uh, as they de-aged him, which never looked off in the movie. No, 
It looked great the whole entire movie. I never looked at it and was like, man, that looks stupid. Nick Fury's like 60. I mean, Samuel Jackson is 60 something years old now. No, he looked great in the movie. He was super well liked. He was super go lucky. And that would bother me most about it because Samuel, I mean, Nick Fury should not be at this point in the 90s. You got to think about it. Ten years later, Iron Man happens after uh, Captain Marvel. I don't want to. I know this movie's not that old, so I don't want to like give away a lot of stuff. But it takes place in the nineties. Well, that's not giving away anything. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. fact. It's off-putting. Like he has a singing he's plucky, part in there. He's plucky. Like he's like happy. life hasn't got him down at this point. Yeah, and at this time, like, hey, he's already a, a colonel. He's a spy already. Uh, he's high in shield. He's not the director of shield yet. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that need to happen to him in his life. They get him from Captain Marvel to Iron Man. All right. Well, let's think about this, Chris. Let's think about the last I don't know three years of your life. Think about think a lot of, of terrible things have happened, yeah. and a lot I'll, of good things have happened. I'll tell so. you this though: in the last three years, I got bitter as hell. Okay, <laughs> this is true. I guess you can get bitter pretty quickly. You get bitter pretty quick, and and I have not experienced the stuff that he probably experienced in ten years. This is true. But I liked his role in that. I liked the scrolls. The, the scrolls, scrolls looked awesome. Oh, by the way, was a, a to me a a more interesting story than Captain Marvel's story it was in there uh the scrolls they were able to do something that they haven't even done in the comic books and made the scrolls interesting the scrolls are always been kind of this like those throwaway like mass villains and in this you were you like cared about you care you instantly cared about them yeah um and they as also villains as villains heroes yeah. whatever they're going to do with them in the future and i think they're going to use them again this explained them, even if they turn them super villain and they do a secret invasion later. This was able to do all that very well. Yeah, and and not to mention the just the likability of the main scroll was yeah. impressive. Uh, that guy's really awesome too. He's the guy that plays in uh, Rogue One. Plays one of the general, the admirals. He's the main guy in Rogue One. Um, he's also played oh in uh, Ready Player One. He's the main guy in Ready Player One, the bad guy. So there you go. I can't think of his actor's name. Good movies. So yeah, we are now at the dawn of hopefully everybody by now has seen uh, Endgame. So I'm going to go ahead and give away the ending. You want to close your ears? Oh, you! I will punch you. <laughs> so hard uh okay i've seen endgame and it is the uh, without a hundred percent not giving away anything it is the this it is the is a great end of the 10 years like it, it is you you better tread carefully yeah i know i'm trying to watch what i'm gonna say because i will break every one of these beer bottles over your head uh it's it's good everybody like and that's not a spoiler and everybody knows this is a good movie uh maybe in the next uh cycle of our podcast and we'll try to do a review of in-game or something like that but it i i do actually not even try i really want to have a, a in-depth conversation about in-game Look, so. i'll see it in a couple days man not good enough man you need to see this movie now we should be talking about it not even on the podcast i just need somebody i literally don't know anybody that's seen in-game at this point other than other podcasts, so I'm only talking to people through, like, Messenger, you know? So, I can't, like, oh my god. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you've seen Endgame, let me know, because I, I need somebody to talk to about it. <laughs> my uh, my uh, wife and kids have seen it tonight. They were went to go see it while we were recording, so I'll be able to talk to my daughter about it tomorrow. Oh, 
okay. Well, then you save it for tomorrow, man, because don't ruin my st- my time. Uh, so thank you for joining us on this podcast. If you have any kind of highlights for the Marvel 10-year uh, carnucopia of movies that they've done in the next 10 years, I don't know where they go from here, but uh, I'm... I'm along for the ride. The the difference between this and uh, DC, Marvel's is better. So there you go. Hmm. Yeah, sadly. I mean, not sadly. Not sadly. It, we I, get I, good movies. I, when I say sadly, I just wish DC was just better. Better. Yeah, I agree. Like I don't understand how you can see how well Marvel's doing and then and just do what you do and think that that's you're know, like all right. Well, this is gonna be. Don't try to be better than Marvel. Just, just try to thing. make. Just try to be good. Yeah. Just try to be good. Marvel's already too great. You need to understand that part. Yeah. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go follow the other shows in the network and subscribe to their podcast, uh, Future Flicks with Billiam. Shout out to the best movie podcast out there. I totally agree with that. Also, Nurses Square Circle. Uh, shout out to the best wrestling podcast out there. Leave us all reviews. Um, Danger's not here, but... All the stars. All the stars on whatever podcast app you are using. Uh, as we announced, I think, on the last podcast, we were on Spotify. So go listen to our podcast on Spotify. It's a big deal. Check us out on Patreon, too. Patreon, burr, burr, yes. burr, burr, burr. We have a Patreon page. You can donate to the, the show. Helps the podcast grow. Uh, until next time, we have been your hosts... I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And uh, good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds.